Welcome to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church Podcast, where we bring you weekly sermons that uplift your soul, strengthen your spirit, and praise the Lord. Whatever your reason for listening, we're grateful for you spending your time with us. May God open your heart to love and your ears to hear. Our gospel lesson comes from John chapter 11. Now a certain man was ill, Lazarus of Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Mary was the one who anointed the Lord with perfume and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother Lazarus was ill. So the sisters sent a message to Jesus. Lord, he whom you love is ill. But when Jesus heard it, he said, this illness does not lead to death. Rather, it is for God's glory so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Accordingly, though Jesus loved Martha and her sister and Lazarus, after having heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed two days longer in the place where he was. Then after this, he said to the disciples, let us go to Judea again. The disciples said to him, Rabbi, the Jews were just now trying to stone you and you are going there again? Jesus answered, are there not 12 hours of daylight? Those who walk during the day do not stumble because they see the light of this world. But those who walk at night stumble because the light is not in them. After saying this, he told them, our friend Lazarus has fallen asleep, but I'm going there to awaken him. The disciples said to him, Lord, if he has fallen asleep, he will be all right. Jesus, however, had been speaking about his death, but they thought that he was referring merely to sleep. Then Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus is dead. For your sake, I am glad I was not there so that you may believe, but let us go to him. Thomas, who was called the twin, said to his fellow disciples, let us also go that we may die with him. When Jesus arrived, he found that Lazarus had already been in the tomb for four days. Now Bethany was near Jerusalem, some two miles away, and many of the Jews had come to Martha and Mary to console them about their brother. When Martha heard that Jesus was coming, she went and met him while Mary stayed at home. Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that God will give you whatever you ask of him. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection on the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Those who believe in me, even though they die, will live and everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Messiah, the son of God, the one coming into the world. When she had said this, she went back and called her sister Mary and told her privately, the teacher is here and is calling for you. And when she heard it, she got up quickly and went to him. Now, Jesus had not yet come to the village, but was still at the place where Martha had met him. The Jews who were with her in the house, consoling her, saw, Martha, saw Mary get up quickly and go out. 
They followed her because they thought that she was going to the tomb to weep there. When Mary came where Jesus was and saw him, she knelt at his feet and said to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. When Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her also weeping, he was greatly disturbed in spirit and deeply moved. He said, where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus began to weep. So the Jews said, see how he loved him. But some of them said, could not he who opened the eyes of the blind man have kept this man from dying? Then Jesus, again greatly disturbed, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone was lying against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of the dead man, said to him, Lord, already there is a stench because he has been dead for four days. Jesus said to her, did I not tell you that if you believed, you would see the glory of God? So they took away the stone. And Jesus looked upward and said, Father, I thank you for having heard me. I knew that you always hear me, but I have said this for the sake of the crowd standing here so that they may believe that you sent me. When he had said this, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come out. The dead man came out, his hands and feet bound with strips of cloth and his face wrapped in a cloth. Jesus said to them, unbind him and let him go. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. May the words of my mouth and the meditation of all of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O God, for you are our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Unbind him and let him go. These are words Jesus says to Mary and Martha and the crowd surrounding the tomb of Lazarus. Lazarus, whom everyone presumed to be dead, was wrapped in burial cloth in a tomb. Unbind him and let him go, Jesus says. Just a few short days earlier, days that felt like months, his sisters, Mary and Martha, tended to Lazarus, hoped to save him. Martha, the caretaker of the house, always the responsible big sister, stayed by his bedside, applying cold cloths to his sweating forehead. Martha is bound up by the relentless physical duties of a caretaker. She's bound up by the emotional strain it takes to be with the dying. Mary, the sister with more of a free spirit, a wild faith that sees the big picture, she tries to keep Lazarus from death too but she does it by leaving the house and calling for Jesus. Mary is bound up with a hope and miracles, things that the rest of the world say are impossible. Despite their love, despite their caretaking, despite all their faith and hope and determination, Mary and Martha couldn't save Lazarus. Martha, continuing to be responsible, busies herself with taking care of business. She prepares Lazarus's body, lovingly wrapping him in cloth. 
binding herself with each wrap of his body with more and more lots. Mary grieves in a different way. She leaves the house again. Her pain is too sharp to face him, to be polite to all the mourners who stop by with warm smiles and plates of food. And their morning, these two sisters come together. They steal moments of worry and conversation as they whisper late into the night. Because now they're alone. Alone in the eyes of the world. Of course, they still have each other. But they know that legally, two women living without a man couldn't own property or have respectable work. Where would they go? They wonder who would they become? Now they're bound up not only with the loss of their brother, but with the despair of their circumstances. Fear begins to take over. They've lost their identity. Mary and Martha are scared, isolated, sad. They're asking big, important questions about their faith. Well, I don't know about you, but as I reflect on this story this week, in the midst of a pandemic, social isolation, sheltering in place, this story hits awfully close to home. Because our world is afraid, I don't have to tell you that. Fear surrounds us at every turn. I carry fear with me. There's fear of the unknown. There's fear of loss on a large scale, but also maybe a personal one. There's fear of what the economy is doing to us and to others and to our systems. We're isolated and sad, overwhelmed. We've lost some of our identity. And we're asking big, important questions about our faith. It feels as if we have gathered with that crowd surrounding Lazarus's tomb, sitting beside Mary and Martha as they mourn. There are all of those in our community who are on the front lines, healthcare workers, first responders, heroes and saints like Martha who tend day in and day out to those in need. There are those like Mary with a big, bold faith who make sure that others have enough to eat or get a phone call or a card, who do what they can to keep local businesses intact. And all the everyday heroes who are staying home to protect the community, sometimes at a cost. Many have lost identities along with jobs and businesses and school years. Others are taking on new identities as teachers in the home. We're bound up with loneliness. The last few days have felt more like months. And we don't know when this is going to end. We need some hope. We need Jesus to show up. But lo and behold, sitting there among that crowd, we begin to look up with our eyes full of tears. We look up from our worries and our fears, our phones and our screens, our callous hands and our worn hearts, and we see that Jesus is coming towards us. What does he do? Friends, he comes and he sits down next to Mary and Martha. First, he feels what they are feeling. His own grief over losing Lazarus, who was his friend. Jesus weeps himself weeps with them and for them. And he also comes and sits by us 
too. He encounters us where we are with whatever we're feeling, pain, sadness, grief, anger, loneliness, exhaustion, and he joins us in it. He weeps for the state of our world right now that is not as it should be. Jesus weeps with us and for us. God is with us in this. We are not alone. Jesus always comes and meets us where we are, and he does not minimize what we are feeling. He enters into our suffering with us, and he will not forsake us. That was true on that hillside all those years ago, and it is true here and now in the midst of this pandemic. For God so loved the world that he sent his only son to us. His only son who turns the world upside down, who remarkably brings peace out of violence, hope out of despair, love out of hate, liberation out of oppression, and ultimately brings life out of death. Jesus looks at that crowd and at Mary and Martha and he says, roll away the stone. Lazarus, come out. Remarkably, the dead man came out. His hands and feet are bound with strips of cloth. Jesus says to them, unbind him and let him go. Lazarus walks out of that tomb. Everything that Mary and Martha knew and believed and lived by was turned upside down by Jesus. They were surprised by his power, the power of love that overcomes our darkest days and ultimate fears. Friends, today, today, Jesus looks out at us and says, unbind it and let it go. Unbind it and let it go. In the presence of Jesus, you are invited to unbind whatever you feel. Weep, scream, cry, express anger. Jesus can handle it all and more. Wants to handle it. Don't be ashamed. Let it out. Because this is where he comes to us and meets us. And also don't be afraid to reach out to a friend or a mental health professional or me if you need to. The challenges and anxieties we face are real and we will be afraid. But my hope and my prayer is that we don't let fear be our grounding. We don't let it be what drives us and guides us. Jesus says, let my love and power and freedom be stronger than your fear. My prayer is we listen. Because the good news is in the face of the deepest darkness, the biggest loss, Jesus says the glory of God is here, right here, even now, especially now. Unbind your fear, he says, and let it go. For my power of life, of resurrection, of hope and things unseen, is greater than anything that binds us up here on earth. Friends, may we surprise ourselves and surprise the world, the world who desperately needs to know that good news that nothing can separate us from the love of God and Christ Jesus. Not the falling markets, not COVID-19, 
not angels or rulers or things present or things to come, not powers or height, nor depth, nor life, nor death. Nothing in all of creation can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Thanks be to God. Amen. I invite you now to move into a time of silent reflection. Listen to the music, come and find the quiet center that's linked below, and answer the questions below. Spend some time in silence with God, reflecting on who God is calling you to be and where God is calling you to go. Thank you for listening to the Sandy Springs United Methodist Church podcast. We hope that you have found our podcast helpful and hope to be in ministry not only to you, but with you. For more information about Sandy Springs United Methodist Church, please visit www.ssumc.org. Until next time, may God bless you.